fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Cavs out of timeout. Spruce into Mobley. Back to Max. Half court shot. Good! Good! He hit it! Cavs win! This place is going crazy! 121, 119, in one of the most incredible endings you will ever see. Jay pulls up Pops. Left side angle three pointer drops. Finishing touches tonight, baby. Cha-ching Thunder Money Ball. OKC by 18 with 229 to play. Timeout, Houston. And Houston, you have a problem tonight in Oklahoma City. 90 seconds to play. Dallin Hall straight away. He's got Dickinson on him. Shoots the three. Scores the three! Dallin Hall! And timeout, BYU! And the Cougs have a game high. Five-point lead. 71-66. Right down the barrel. And right through the hoop. Dallin Hall. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. Live in Ames today in the laundry room of the team hotel. We got basketball here tonight, 7 o'clock. I'm currently working on my rankings, uh, TJ, of cities I will miss the least to most or most to least in the Big 12. Trying to figure out where Ames ranks on uh, on that. Uh, we'll have that for you later in the show. Uh, Thunder win last night late. Did you stay up to watch the Thunder game, Teach? I did not, no. No, I didn't even make <clears throat> One, it through some of the college games I was watching. Interesting. Did 112, you? Did you? 95. Hey, I'm, try- I'm in the middle of something <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, no, you okay? didn't either. Get out of here. 112-95. <laughs> it's now a six-game winning streak for OKC. SGA 31 tied with Minnesota, first place in the West. Uh, tomorrow they will be at San Antonio. Last night in the Big 12, you had Houston over Cincy, 67-59. That was a, a slosh of a game. It was I a think, weird game. Yeah. I think Cincinnati scored 17 points in the first half. Is that right? It was, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it was 17. Yeah, and then the second half, they made it a little more interesting, but it was almost like Houston got bored, so it was just like they had to play out the second half. It was a it was a boring game. I was listening to the Cincinnati broadcast on the bus uh, from Des Moines to Ames, and I don't know who their color analyst is, but he was he kept saying uh, multiple times. He said, "I can't believe this league. I can't believe what you can get away with in this league. I wish I had played in this league in my era. It's unbelievable what you can get away with in this." He was so mad about how physical they were allowing Houston to be, which I couldn't see it. So maybe he was accurate. Uh, BYU beat Kansas seventy six sixty eight, snapping their home court winning streak. 
Did you watch any of that game? It was on the plus. No, I didn't watch any of that game. Just some of the Tech uh, Texas game and then the Houston game. Um, I can't remember. Let me see if I can find it. I saw a uh, post. I was looking for some audio, and I found it. The Greg Rubel call there, the BYU play-by-play guy. But the first thing I searched this morning was just the BYU basketball page. And uh, it says here over 200 students showed up at 2 a.m. to uh, greet the team when they arrived back in Provo last night at the airport. I have pictures of them here all uh, greeting the team to celebrate when they landed back home. How about that? If it wasn't Provo, I would say, well, they just headed from the bars over to the airport, but (laughs) that would be the case in Provo. Probably not. And then uh, Texas beat Texas Tech 81-69. So let's pause here for just a second. You watch this game. The early part of it. I did not see Uh, a lot of the chaos until I got up this morning, and I have seen all of it since then. But, uh, yeah, I did not see the end when it was live. So, one – Oklahoma has run into some bad luck this year because they haven't been able to hit much. I'm thinking my way through this. I guess Bryce Thompson didn't play for us. I was going to say, guys have been hurt on various teams. Like Warren Washington's out for Texas Tech right now. Massive difference. You could tell, teach when they play. They, they don't have any inside presence now. Massive difference. Texas obliterated them last night from the get-go. Wiped them off the face. It looked like the OU-Texas game in Norman. Only first half and worse. They ended up beating them 81-69. I, I, uh, the Kansas game last night, no Kevin McCuller. No, no Kevin McCuller again, yeah. but I think the only OU. game he's played against was against us. I'm pretty sure that's right, yeah. Uh, played, so not, not to his level, but played well enough that helped him to the win. Sure. So uh, I feel like there's another circumstance where a guy was hurt like right after or he came back right when we played him or something like that. Anyway, I, I'm sure that Langston Love missed the OU game, so it's probably not true. Anyway, Texas kills him. There's an incident in the second half where Brock Cunningham uh, is running for a loose ball and hip checks – I can't remember the player's name. Do you – into the bench, yeah, into the announcer's. And he got a flagrant two for it, and I thought he deserved it. Did you think he deserved it? I don't think it was a hip check. I thought he threw a shoulder and went straight up linebacker okay. on him. Yeah, he deserved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a flagrant two. And the crowd starts throwing things, uh, on, uh, bottles, mostly water bottles, but I did see what appeared to be, TJ, a few alcohol <laughs> fireball. bottles. There were some mini fireball bottles flying mini, out onto yep, the court. Mini fireball bottles that uh, <laughs> were coming from the – Student section. And uh, so they got a an administrative tee for stuff being thrown on the floor. Um, and then it looked like, I remember at one point, um, Fran, who was calling the game, said something about, we just got to get out of here. Like, this thing's get, getting ugly. Just got to like that. And, I mean, they it, I don't think they were on the verge of a riot, but... I mean, they could see a riot from where they were. You know what I mean, Teach? Like, it was out of control. And uh, Texas went on to beat them, but Texas Tech fans weren't happy. Grant McCasland ends up grabbing the microphone, yeah. a la Billy Tubbs, 
but he just said, please stop throwing stuff on the court. They're going to keep giving us technical fouls if you keep throwing stuff on the court. Uh, he kind of went dad mode on him there a little bit. As the announcement's about to happen, too, the, uh, you see like uh, five security guards like uh, uh, carrying the kid up the, the stairwell out of the arena, the tech fan, and he's like screaming back at the court. It was wild. Yeah. It was a scene. <laughs> I, I've said this for years. Worst fans in the Big 12 by far. I, I'm not talking about passion. I'm talking about behavior. And it's and I promise you, if you took a vote of every coach, radio broadcaster, administrator, everybody in the Big 12, including Texas Tech, it would be a unanimous vote, TJ. Unanimous. Those people have screws loose out there. And I don't care about them being passionate for their team. I like that. They're passionate for their team up here. Hilton Coliseum's going to be awesome atmosphere tonight. They're passionate for their team in the SEC. I'm sure I'm, – I'm guessing LSU is going to be similar to this from what I've heard. And, and I've had an experience down there with baseball. But in the Big 12, it is a landslide victory for Texas Tech in that category. Now, did they have something to be upset about last night? Their team wasn't playing well. Yeah, they're getting hammered. Uh, Brock Cunningham, uh, you know, shouldered a guy out of bounds. They were mad. Anybody would have been mad fan-wise like that. But those people are – I go there one more time in baseball this year, and then good riddance. I hope we never go back to that place. It was uh, another night of – uh, technicals just being thrown around, too, in the league. So, I mean, that one deserved, obviously, and what went on there and the, the fans getting one and everything. But uh, BYU's coach, I think, got one in that Kansas game. And so that, the officials are loving the tease in the, this league this year. <laughs> it's got to be a record, I think. Record-setting season for tease. got to be already. All right, we had a uh, poll yesterday on this show. A uh, probably – no, probably about it. A too lengthy debate over saltine crackers. I I, uh, I don't even think it was a debate. No, I, it was just a discovery conversation. Yeah, you brought up the whole conversation over something of a of a story you had seen the day before. I don't. We weren't even fighting over it, and I like uh, this will be funny if I just count the crackers I eat today, and then what was the origin of I, the salt of the it crackers? Was something conversation? with a sleeve of crackers, and then you said. How many crackers are in a sleeve of crackers? And then you Googled that. Like, it was a story about a sleeve of crackers. It wasn't something we were even discussing that I eat crackers or you eat crackers. It was, mm-hmm. it was, I, I can't even remember at this point. Somebody remind us what led, led to this discussion. So, uh, TJ uh, declares that he eats half a sleeve with <laughs> a bowl of soup. Or chili or whatever. I, think I was declaring and, either slamming down my fist. I think that's what people thought with this too. Yeah, I, and I said that I I didn't. I'm not necessarily opposed to that because we, we we discovered you don't even use a spoon. You just scoop with your cracker, and then we tried to invent the cracker spoons, which is still in research and development. And in uh, any way, you, you ended up having a bowl of soup and you did the cracker tracker and you had 21 of them. And then we yesterday on the show was like, that seems like a lot. And then some people are like, I don't think it's that many at all. I would eat more. And so we put the poll out. 
20 saltine crackers with one bowl of soup, excessive, normal, or not enough. And uh, over 1,200 people, of course, have voted on this poll. <laughs> 40 – uh, let me see if I can find your predictions here. What would it be? By you predicted normal 45%, excessive 35%, not enough, 20%. That was your predictions. Yeah. And honestly, I'm giving you a win. You're close enough for me. Normal is in the lead at 48%. 20 saltine crackers, one bowl of soup. <laughs> 48% of you say yes. that's that's normal. Yes. 42% of you say that's excessive. 10% say not enough. And, of course, replies have poured in. Uh, I mentioned this yesterday. Our own Travis Davidson said TJ has managed to turn soup into a garnish. Somebody has posted the um, nutritional facts from a box of saltine crackers. Boy. Said a serving a serving size is five crackers. Those of you that follow serving size, there was a couple of them that I got hammered with. Uh, Drake was really disgusted with me. That's four servings. You realize that's four servings of crackers? I was like, who looks at the serving size on crackers, Drake? That's four serving sizes. <laughs> well... I never looked at serving sizes until about a year ago today when I started trying to lose I weight. And now I look at every serving size. But So that's 70 calories per serving size, 280 calories for your crackers. Uh, John Archer, four to six crackers is an optimal amount. Andy said those are rookie numbers. So Andy obviously eats more than that. <laughs> LG Sooner says nothing like a little soup with your salt. Um, Brittany, depends on what kind of soup it is. I got a lot of that on the plane yesterday. Of course, Kevin dragged this conversation <laughs> onto the plane. Kevin is all on your side. Like he's apparently Kevin is just munch. He's he's hey he's PD he and some PD C. Some you know C. what I mean? He PD some yeah. C. Yeah. Uh, Curtis Farmer, twenty crackers and one bowl of soup sounds like the beginning of a paper mache project. That, I'll be interested to see what he sculpted out of his lunch. I had to explain that to some people too. Like that person assumes that person must always crumble their crackers up in their soup. Like, and he assumes everyone mm -hmm. does that. I got that from some other people yesterday. This stupid conversation, the, the amount of places it took place in and uh -huh. people asking me about it, stopping me about it, texting me about it. But people, there were people that assumed that I crumbled them up and I'm like, well, no, I'm not crumbling 20 crackers up in my bowl of soup. Like, that mm -hmm. would be weird. So You're using it as a spoon. As a spoon. Yeah. Uh, Joe Still, add some peanut butter to a cracker or two <laughs> in that series, and you're all set for the entire day. Uh, Sooner Jets texted us a uh, meme of a man stuffing about, I don't know, 12 crackers in his face at once. Uh, ditch the saltines, go with oyster crackers, uh, burly boomer. That's excessive, but I'm a crush and crumble kind of guy. Uh, no soup for you, says LG sooner. Says, uh, oyster crackers, we'll see you. Debbie Burleson, just two or three for me. <laughs> two or Tim three. Jones, I eat the whole sleeve. <laughs> Way to go, Tim. With one bowl, Tim, with one bowl, you eat the whole sleeve of crackers. I've done that with chili before. One bowl. One bowl. It's a big bowl, but one bowl. Uh, name cannot be blank. Is doing a lot of tweeting lately. Uh, Dustin McCall. <laughs> That's my stalker. Yeah. I will help develop the cracker scoop. T-Rose, sell that in your spaghetti sauce. 
Uh, that's not a bad idea right there. Uh, this guy wants to know what kind of soup, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Gator wants 20 soups. You can keep the crackers. We're not in kindergarten. Um, so anyway, there you go. So all kinds of uh, – where where's the psychopath option, says Joe Glenn. He thinks – few people called you a psychopath for your cracker consumption they yesterday. They did. They did. My wife has chimed in. She said that our discussion started – with a song, I played bumper music, uh, had Cracker yes. in it, and y'all started talking about Crackers. I think it was the rock group Cracker. Some, some, they said something about 14 Crackers or something like oh, that in the song, Oh, right? it's um, Jack White. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yes, yes, that's what it was. Thank you, Katie. Yes. Does it say like 14 Crackers in it or something? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I can find it here. Well, I'll find it here in a little bit. I can't remember if it's okay. under White Stripes or Jack White or what we've got it labeled under. So, uh, I guess... I guess the what is the final result of this conversation is that uh, uh, the majority, well, it's not over fifty percent, so it's not a major. Is it is a majority? Yes, a majority. It had the most votes of people say that consuming half a sleeve of crackers per bowl of super chili is fine, is normal. Yes, way to go, people. So you're uh, normal. 16 Saltines is the name of the song by Jack White. <laughs> okay. 16 Saltines. Uh, basically, the somebody said this on the plane. The soup or the chili is, and this is, goes back to Travis's point, the soup or the chili, whatever it is, is this just, just there as a way to enjoy your crackers. You're really there for the cracker. And the other thing is just kind of something to do while you eat all your crackers. Hmm. Instead of maybe me, who is like, I'm here for the soup or the chili. And once in a while, I'll have one of these things as a nice uh, aside or something like that. So there you go. Yeah. And thus ends the great <laughs> cracker conversation end. <laughs> of 2024. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, hi, Tower. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> I'm so glad someone pays attention to our show. Hi, Tower Clinical. She's used to that in our life. Like, uh... Did you do such and such? No, was I supposed to? I told you. I can't tell you how many times it's. she'll say, I text you that. No, you didn't. And, oh, it feels so good the few times that it's been uh, that I've been right. She's yeah. like, well, I meant to text you. So, uh, I, I, I had this discussion with Jenny the other day. Um, I can't remember what brought it up. <laughs> but it was uh, along the lines of, I think there's a lot of times – like, she gets disgusted with me, like, we've talked about this. Yeah. Or, I told you this. And I'll be like, I don't think you did. I think they have conversations in their heads with us. That's what I said. I said, I think, because sometimes, does your wife ever, like, start a conversation in the middle? Like, it'd be riding in a car, and then she'll she'll yeah. just, like, say something like, we probably should do that Wednesday night. <laughs> I've had that <laughs> happen with people, yes. And I'll go... Huh? She's like, oh, sorry. I was thinking about something in my head, and then I just, uh, I was like, so I think, I think 
a lot of times she thinks she tells me something, but she doesn't. Thank you. Thank but you. She, but she maintains she tells me and I just forget, <laughs> which is possible. <laughs> but but I don't know. We, I need that. You know that commercial where you can throw a red flag and do a review? Uh, like yes. You can review uh, life. Progressive commercials. Yes. We need that. We need that in our lives. Like, All right. Let's go to the replay. <laughs> I told you they're coming over Saturday. You did? I don't think you did. I we talked about that. this. That conversation has happened many times. Mm-hmm. Do you not remember we're going up there for dinner? No, you never told me this. And then if she thinks about it, sometimes she'll remember I didn't tell him, and she'll go, well, it was on the calendar. (laughs) (laughs) That happened with Perry Spencer the other day. That's right. Well, I forgot to tell you, but it was in the email. What email? (laughs) (laughs) By the way, don't forget you're at Brown O'Haver on Friday. I'm just giving you Uh, a reminder. Thank you. She did leave. I, I, she did leave the other day. Jenny left the other day. To she's like, I'm gonna, I'm taking off now. Uh, uh, I was like Monday. She had somewhere to go, and she, and it was uh, you know middle of the day. I was home all day, and she said, All right, I'll be back in a little bit. I'm gonna go now. And I was like, All right. And I was like, I couldn't pull the trigger on. Remind me where you're going because I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I should know, but I didn't. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to wait for her to come back, and maybe there will be a clue somewhere the rest of the day. Oh, she's got a crest sack. She was right. Maybe store. she'll bring a bag back in, or she'll say, I was telling uh, so-and-so a story. I just couldn't I couldn't have the, wait, where are you going? And she's like, we've talked about this. I was like, just go. I'm just going to forget. <laughs> I trust you'll be back eventually. Uh, Nipplemeyer Chevrolet text line. <laughs> Uh, Kevin doesn't use spoons, so he's got to eat super chili somehow. So he PD some C. Excellent point. Uh, let's see. If you're here. if you're forking your soup, then a cracker is a better utensil than a fork for soup. So he's probably PD in a bunch of C. <laughs> Uh, TJ, I saw you and your son at the baseball game the other day. I didn't bother you, as you high-profile types don't really care for that, but I always take Toby a water at baseball and basketball games. Yes, yes. You can bring me a water if you're handing out free waters. Much preach. That's my guy right there. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, I have – I'll drive a Dodge, but I won't drive a Longhorn Edition – uh, I'm Thank gonna, you. I guess that says truck. It won't open for me. Thank you. A Longhorn that, Edition Dodge. That is her name on that. Uh, Kyle and Broken Bow. Kyle and Broken Bow. You, my friend, are SEC ready. Way to go, Kevin. They should not be allowed to be sold in the state of Oklahoma. Longhorn Edition should be outlawed in the state of Oklahoma. I officially boycott Tito's. When we are out and order a cocktail, and the server asks, "Is Tito's okay?" I say, "Bleep no! They give money to Texas." <laughs> so this is a type of uh, 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 is it tequila or vodka? A vodka. Forget Tito's, my ignorance. Tito's uh, okay. vodka. And they uh, they not only are made in Austin, right? But they they donate to the Austin Ath- or the Texas Athletic Department, I believe. Correct. Uh, that's what I've been told. Uh, yeah. I never knew okay. that until the text line started telling us that. But yeah, that's what we've been told. Okay. Very good. I came from Nebraska. I hate everything from Nebraska. Don't even eat corn. That's from, that's from Don. <laughs> Some guy waiting for the elevator, by the way, just peeked in the window here like, what is going on in the laundry room? 
Some, he's like some guy sitting in the laundry room yelling about his wife. <laughs> Did y'all see everyone being surprised about Texas Tech fans throwing stuff on the court like they don't throw batteries and tortillas at players on a football field? Right, right. Yeah, Fran was all, uh, Fran was frantic during that. Someone's got to get control of this. Someone's got to get control of this. This is not good. It's not good. They wouldn't do well, this he, in Oklahoma. He's fearful for his life. <laughs> uh, good morning, Toby and TJ. John Shaq from BA listening to you all every morning from the gym to the office. Who is the artist that sings the song that played at the beginning of the broadcast? Song Working Man, I think. Uh, that Larry is Larry Fleet. Fleet. Yeah, Larry Fleet. He's got uh, he's got some bangers. He's a big guy that sits on a stool with a beard. That's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> during football season, my wife prepares food based on the opposing uh, team's local food. Example: Cincinnati, Cincinnati chili. So we eat the opposing team's lunch. Uh, that's from Billy like and the nine one eight. I like that. So you'd be I, okay I, I, with Texas style food at it's a, a Texas themed, watch party? It's a themed uh, uh, dinner. I mean, like, there's no such thing as Texas-style food. Texas just, like, steals everything and says, we do it better here than everywhere else. But, like, that's following, like, Bevo burgers, you know? They're, like, they're eating Bevo burgers. I, I, I get – I think that's fun. Uh, hopefully – Our barbecue's better. Our Mexican's better. Everything's bigger and better in Texas. Hopefully the men's basketball team can PD some C tonight. Yeah, punch down some Cyclones. Punch down. I keep wanting to say pound down. I will not PD anything, T. That's business I stand on. It's from Dr. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Patty is opening her second new stadium at OU. Surely no other college coach in any sport has ever opened two new stadiums at the same university. She is the GOAT, says Big Sky Sooner. Hmm. I'm going to say that's not true. That it has happened in the history of collegiate athletics, but I don't know who it would be. It is a remark. <clears throat> it is a remarkable feat of success and longevity. There's had to have been a basketball coach, men's or women's, that's yeah. done it. I think. Yeah, they, like they've been somewhere for forty years. Uh-huh. And I, my my first thought was Adolph Rupp. I, rem, I but I don't know if it's true. I remember like they. I think they built. Memorial Coliseum, but I think they might. Well, he was there. He helped them build Memorial Coliseum, but I don't think he was there when they built Rupp Arena. So I don't know. I, somewhere, sometime, probably it's happened, but it's maybe not. Maybe maybe Patty's the only one. Yeah, football it would rarely happen just because those stadiums, uh, mm-hmm. you know, those are you know, hundred years. Some of them stand or whatever it may be. But a baseball, softball. Basketball. You know, basketball, those type of sports, I would think that it's had to have happened maybe. before. Yeah, it's, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Not, that person may be right, but. It'd have to be right at the beginning of your career and right at the end, probably. Uh, last one here for this segment. People who look at serving sizes are nerds. <laughs> yeah. Or fat. Or dieters. I'll give you a yeah. pass if you're dieting, but if just in general you look at the serving size and say, "Woo, I wanted some goldfish, but a serving size is eight goldfish. Can't have any more than that. I mean, I'll. Uh, I think we talked about this with Chris the other day. I have to do it to contain. Because if I just sit down with a bag of chips or a right. box of crackers, I'll eat 
completely understandable. So I got to look at the serving size and the calories, and I put it in my little calorie tracker in my phone, and then I get out the five crackers I'm allowed to have for that many calories, and I put the box back up in the shelf, and I eat my five crackers, and I go sit in another room so I'm not tempted to have any more. But And I'm a nerd, so I fall into that category. And I'm overweight. I need to lose more weight. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, coming up, um, I want to talk some OU Iowa State preview. But huge night tonight in the LNC. Opportunity to win a championship. So, TJ, the um, Sooner women, 6 o'clock tonight against Texas. You're, you going to the game, or you uh, you got things going on tonight? I got things going on tonight. Get off my back, Toby. I told you um, about this. Do you not remember anything? I don't, re- I don't remember it. I don't remember Check it. Check the calendar, I, sucker. I believe you. Uh, OU 14-2, and two, Texas 13-3. and three. OU shared the Big 12 title a year ago. A win tonight, and they win it outright. They would take a two-game lead on Texas. They're already two up on K-State with just one game to go after tonight. So a win tonight, and the Sooners win the Big 12 title outright. Texas, however, has been on a roll. They've won eight in a row. Here's what Jenny Baranchek said yesterday about the opportunity tonight. I mean, any time that you're vying for a conference championship, and we've been asked this question so many times, and I've pushed it off saying, okay, it's still early in the season. Everybody can go for it, and and now it's a reality that we're later in a season. Uh, I think it's special any time that you can do that, any time that you you know you can sit there and not just dream about it, but you you know you potentially have an opportunity to cut some nets down. Um, that's pretty special. However, that's still not our focus. We've got to make sure that we're not trying to um, make it, and not that it, not that we're not trying to make it bigger than it is, because obviously it's a huge deal. Um, but it's one that we've got to just continue to have fun playing, continue to grow, continue to get better. And I think that's something that we learned a year ago that I'm really hopeful we get to learn tomorrow. Right. So it's not always in life that. You, know, you get the same opportunity twice, and the same thing happened last year where this game became so big, and we weren't ready for it. And so I'm excited for us to just, at some point, that game's going to be a game, and we've got to be able to really work hard tomorrow. They're very, very good. I mean, there is no question. I think they're ranked, what, third right now in the country? So, I mean, you can't underestimate them whatsoever. They obviously have a freshman phenom that's incredible. They have size. They have athleticism. They're rebounding like crazy right now. So, But they're a good team. You know, They're not just a one-player uh, program. And so everybody has to do their part tomorrow. So that's something that we've got to really be able to step up and just play. And you've got to compete, and you've got to play together. And if we if we come in this and in islands, we're not going to be very good. But we we might have a shot if we have you know a good team together. So I'm not going to worry about whether or not we win or we lose or what they're going to do. We know that they're good. We respect the heck out of them, and we know that they're going to be ready. And so we've got to focus on us being ready and be able to step across those lines. Texas leads the Big 12 in scoring. They're number two in defense. They lead the Big 12 in rebound margin uh, by a wide margin. They're really good. If you remember the game at Austin, 
<clears throat> they got size. They always have size. And uh, But OU frustrated them with the pace of play and kept making shots. Uh, got, got out in front of them, kept making shots, kind of held them at bay, got some big free throws late. Lexi Keys hit the three in the corner late that kind of sealed it. And uh, so you got two teams that are very confident. Obviously, the top two teams in the Big 12. Uh, Texas would love revenge, and they also could get a share of the Big 12 title if they win tonight and, and could match OU on the final day. Theoretically, could win it outright if, uh, if not. And uh, so, great game tonight, 6 o'clock in the LNC. I hope people will pour out. Let's have a huge crowd there for them. These ladies have had a remarkable season and uh, an opportunity tonight, if, if they could win, to cut down some nets and celebrate a, an outright regular season Big 12 title. And, <clears throat> TJ, we've said it a lot, but considering who they lost a year ago and considering how they played in December, it, is, it would be a stunning achievement. Remarkable achievement. A, a incredible job by those girls and by uh, Coach Baranchek in what they have been able to accomplish here, even being in this position. So, yeah, absolutely amazing. 14 and 2 um, in conference play. That's. You would have got through half sorry. of December and said, no way. Yeah, the guys were pretty excited. Apologies. Uh, sorry. I punched play a little early on that. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, uh, six o'clock tonight. Go root them on. Okay. Here, uh, the men get Iowa State at seven in Ames, coming off that big bedlam victory. Here's what Porter had to say yesterday to the media. Was there a challenge in trying to move forward? Yeah, the guys were pretty excited. Um, but uh, we had a day off, and we really talked about that yesterday, about um, you know putting the foot on the gas pedal and being hungrier and, uh, and, and not letting complacency – you know, and satisfaction slip in. And um, I thought we had a great practice yesterday, but we were intentional with talking about it. And uh, that, man, that was, it was a, it was a much needed great win uh, in a great environment against a team that was playing really well in a rivalry game. So there were so many things that the guys were feeling great about and they should, they should. I mean, I don't want to ever take joy out of winning, but Sunday and then Monday we came back. We took Sunday off and Monday was back to like chasing. We got to prepare for Iowa State. Could you dive into the psyche as a coach that you have to dive into keeping guys confident? Because you said you kept drawing up plays for Javion during the game, even though early you didn't shoot well. Want to test drive U.S.? Oh, we got a little commercial in the middle of that. Hey, want to test drive the newest in uh, automobiles? Uh, We'll we'll just cut it off. We'll cut it off right there. Um, It did remind me. I I had somebody who uh, tweeted at me the other day something critical of Porter about why does he keep giving them days off? I bet Kansas isn't taking days off. Championship teams don't take days off. Something like that. It is an NCAA rule, folks, that you have to give them one day off a week. This is not like Porter being nice. It's every sport. Uh, Football, basketball, baseball, softball. Now, if they want to come in and get shots up on their own, whatever, but you cannot have any – 
organized team activity, one day a week, you have to give them a break. So what they normally do is, uh, you know, look at the schedule for that week. You're going to play two games. And wherever the bigger gap is, that's where you take the day off. So you can play Saturday, Wednesday, like we did this week, then you're going to probably take Sunday off. If you play Saturday, Tuesday, then you're probably going to take Wednesday off. So the day after a game, wherever you have the bigger gap. Um, so it's not a it's not an individual coach decision. I think my guys need a day off. Now, it was back when they had the bye week. He gave them two days. Remember that? Because he's like, All right, we got to get fresh. Now, that was the second day was a coach's decision there. But every coach, every sport is required by NCAA rules to give the team their team one day a week with no organized team activities. So, And during a bye week, that's completely understandable at that point in the year. Your body is just beat down, yeah. and that extra day means a lot um, in recovery. And the fact of the matter is almost everybody, maybe everybody, is going to come in anyway because that's what they do. Like on a day off at OU, we're not going to have practice. But most of these guys, TJ, they're not like us. Okay, like they're not I shouldn't say us because we are very we go for walks every day. We're kind of we're above the norm in athleticism, you and I, but they're not like the average person. They they crave it like they wake up and they want to go lift or they want to go shoot or, you know, they 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 need it. Even if it's a day off, they're going to go do it. They're uh, going to go get in the cages if you're a baseball player or whatever. Football players are going to go get a lift in or something. But there's just no organized team practice those days. All right, I've put out the invite to Kevin Henry via text message. He has not yet responded. But we'll see if uh, before 9 a.m. he makes his way to the laundry room and uh, talks to us about PD some C and tonight's basketball game. Fingers crossed. We're in Ames. Back after this. Join Habitat for Humanity this Saturday for the third annual Common Grounds Coffee Festival at the Cleveland County Fairgrounds in Norman from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. The event includes 60-plus coffee vendors, artists, live music, and much more. Funds raised will help support home projects for Rose Rock Habitat for Humanity. Come out and enjoy this great event by visiting roserockhabitat.org and get tickets today. High Tower Clinical brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. They bring clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. Many different areas that they work in that they could help you or a loved one. If you want to see if you qualify, what the areas are that they're working in, the new treatments that they're working with, HightowerClinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. You would have been laughing at me yesterday. Uh, I thought I was about to be involved in a major NIL scandal that... Hmm. My stomach actually dropped for a second because I misunderstood a situation. And uh, I thought an athlete had sent someone to voice the spot for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I figured out what was going on. So I was like, oh, no. Did they send someone oh, to voice the spot for them? Then your, <laughs> then your morals were going to be well, I, tested. It was this, the, this person walks in, and she goes, hey, I've got my script. I'm here for the uh, – such and such uh, 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 spot read, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, looking at the person, I'm, like, you're not who's supposed to be coming. Like, mm-hmm. you're, like, 5'2", and the person coming is, like, six foot or something like that. Like, 
And I'm like, you are? And she goes, yeah. And I go, you got your script? And she said, yeah. And I said, in my mind, I'm processing thinking, that's what I thought. I was like, did this athlete send someone to voice the spot for them? What do I do here? <laughs> and then I go, I said something about, all right, you need me to get to set up in the studio? And she goes, oh, no, 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 no. I'm, in, I'm meeting so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I didn't know what I was supposed to do in that situation. Like, all right. Do I, I think let you this person... self-report to the NCAA <laughs> in that I let situation. this person record this and then alert the authorities? You call compliance. <laughs> she goes, sorry, I probably worded that weird. I'm like, all right, I thought you were cutting the spot for somebody. She's like, no. That scared me for a second, though, but. Uh, I still go to Texas Roadhouse because it started in Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky, and has nothing to do with Texas. Except for the name. Gotcha. So under that uh, <laughs> gotcha. l- logic, uh, and, and, and enjoy rooting for Arch Manning because he's from New Orleans. So yeah, knock yourself out. Come on. People, put your heads on straight. Hey, Christmas. Talking about wives on radio, the two bravest men I knew. No, much respect. Boo Pig Suey. How about that name? Boo Pig Suey. Yeah, I like it. Uh, we're not scared of our wives. We'll talk about them if we want to on air. Time <laughs> what time is it? Uh, Terrified. I think she's gone. Speak into, for yourself. I think she's gone into her training this morning. Let's hope. Kevin's built-in alarm clock must not have gone off yet because he is still PD and some Z's. <laughs> <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are stupid. <laughs> so no days off. Interesting. So, Toby, are you going outside in Ames and walk in this beautiful day, uh, beautiful weather? No, there's a, uh, there is a treadmill in the hotel, but nice try. Come on. What is wrong with our listeners today? They're slow, TJ. <laughs> Pick it up, people. There's a game tonight. I'm in Ames. We're in a laundry room. Hour three of the show coming up next.